made you guys do your vocal warm ups beforehand before we start recording. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I, I, red I leather, had a very loud uh, throat clear very that loud. I did. That's good. That's real yeah. good. Harley, yeah. Harley, Harley, Harley. Ha ha. Peace and carrots. <clears throat> peace and carrots. Actually, I think I just quoted three amigos. But it'll do the trick. Yeah. Either. Welcome, ladies and germs, to Press Play to Save, episode number 147 <gasps> in Spaniawi, known as Une Secorte de Siete. See, I don't even have to do it for you now. Nope. Nope. I know. I'm I am fluent, fluent in Spaniawi. Yeah, very fluent in Spaniawi. Indeed. Indeed, I am. Hey, I'm Mr. Corey T. Wilson, back there, Master Control, Mr. Stephen J. Um, so I feel like I have pneumonia, which makes me want to build a wall. Yep. Yep, that politically makes sense in every way to me. I feel yeah. like pneumonia, which makes me feel like my tonsils might be a little swollen and I've got some chest congestion. <laughs> yeah, just saying. Close. That's what happens when you swim in Garrick's freezing cold pool all night and the booze tells you that you're warm. <laughs> just just saying, just throwing that yeah, out there. See, cold swimming when drinking is usually results in getting sick. Yep, yep. I was not a smart man, but no one ever accused me otherwise. And, of course, way down across the river is Mr. Brett Loniger. How you doing? I am fantastic. How are you guys? Pretty good. Hey, you had some crazy weather this past weekend. We did. We had lots and lots of rain. It was wonderful because I, unlike most people, absolutely love the rain and um, makes me feel good about spinning on my time inside feel like i'm not <laughs> missing out on anything <laughs> exactly I, I would normally feel the same way except i chose that weekend to uh, travel down to your neck of the woods oh and got very much drenched in said rain why did you not visit me why did i not hear a knock on my door you know i thought about reaching out to you while i was down there but we had a pretty full docket i was visiting with uh with with some family but I, I was I was real close. It's, I, I was like, if if I was here, because we were there for two nights, but we didn't get in until late the first night. So yeah, it was it was like morning, noon, and night family stuff. The one day we were down there, and then on the third day, uh, we actually went over to Springfield, my hometown. And you rose. Yes. Yeah. Uh, actually, I ate deli sandwiches and bought a bunch of cookies. So there's that. But yeah, yeah, we uh, we were at the old the old Union Station Museum or whatever. Oh man, you're so you were so close to me. Oh really? You're like, well, yeah. you, you see everything from up on that hill except when it's an absolute <laughs> torrential downpour, <laughs> and everything's blocked off, so you have to walk like half a mile to your car. Yes, and yes. their their yeah. little their little covered uh, golf cart. Uh, they say they uh, when it rains they take it in. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> you buttholes, we need it now more than ever. <laughs> Yep. My, my poor dad hobbling about on his injured knee that he has. I was like, oh, dad, I guess you're walking to the car with the rest of us. Oh, so they would they would uh, they had transportation from the parking to the museum. Yeah. 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 It's, it's what like, I don't know, not quite a quarter of a mile uphill, you know, uh, not not. But I mean, we were parked toward the back of the parking lot. So it's about that. But yeah, they have a little golf cart and I dropped my dad off as close as I could, which is still at the bottom of the hill. Right. Because it's all blocked off to be redone or whatever, which it needs it. Well, yeah, I ain't gonna lie. But uh, so he hobbled all the way up the hill, and then I followed up after I parked the car, and I'm like, "There's a golf cart up here. Why isn't the golf cart?" And the girl in charge of the golf cart comes off break with her little brand new bottle of vitamin water, and I was like, <laughs> "My my dad's walking all over the place. You should have been driving him." And then we come out, and the thing's parked, and like, "Oh no, we don't run it in the rain." <laughs> <laughs> you guys are a-holes. Half this place is no two thirds of this place is closed right now for crying out loud. But uh but yeah, yeah, we had we had some fun. Uh, we also went to entertainment. 
Uh, new content to me. What is that? <laughs> I've been there. I've actually been there twice. I went there years ago. Uh, it's up off 75 uh, near what used to be Big Butter Jesus. Um, actually, I know. Exit. Is that different? Is that different than Touchdown Jesus? Well, yeah. Well, yeah. Touchdown Jesus okay. was known as Touchdown Jesus, uh, just like at Notre Dame. And then Haywood Banks made a song about it because remember it was yellow before it burnt down, and his song was Big Butter Jesus. <laughs> but then it got struck <laughs> by yeah. It's you should YouTube that. It's entertaining. Struck by lightning, burned to the ground. So now they built the concrete uh, pregnant belly Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't even aware of that. Oh, are you, yeah. If you go now, he's like he's not even remotely as big, but it's a full a full head to toe Jesus, and he's got his hands out in front of him, like doing the like typical pregnant lady posing for a picture thing. I think uh, they intentionally didn't want to put his hands up because of the touchdown Jesus, ah, so they put his hands out so, in a much more awkward way. Uh, so wait, are they on his belly or they're just out? They're like, out where in front his of his belly, belly like will be. yeah, yeah. It's like all right, ah. this is what we're expecting it to do ah. in the next nine months. Ha ha ha. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we're making our announcement before the 10 to 12 week safe zone. But anyway, uh, yeah, we were we were down there and we 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 took in a couple of the sites despite the bad weather. Our intention was to go to Kings Island. Closed. Closed. They closed. Yeah. Yep. yep. There were fl- flash floods, etc. So, yeah, uh, it was. Oh, coming back up 75 from the from the museum. That was impressive because, you know, curls around all the hills and stuff. You guys have an insane little strip of interstate right there. Yeah. And and that's always the case, whether it's sunny or not. But, oh, my gosh, everybody just said, screw it, turned on their flashers and went 10 miles per well, hour. You should have went to Philadelphia because it's always sunny there. I've heard that. I've heard uh, that. Uh, also, uh, there's uh, naked Danny DeVito's running around. Yeah. That's, so. a, that's a plus in my book. But yeah. yeah, that part of the interstate for the past, I don't know, uh, at least year and a half that I've been driving to work up there has been under construction. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's probably been longer than that. I, so yeah, I, will, I, I commented to my father, I'm like, has this ever not been under construction? Because I feel like last year we went to a, a Reds game and it was under construction. And I feel like two years yeah. before that, when we came down for other reasons, because we were on our way to Tennessee, it was under construction. Very, very uh, construction-y area. So what kind of podcast are we doing? I don't know. Traffic report <laughs> live from Cincinnati. <laughs> now up in the traffic live chopper, Mr. Matt Lonegar. Anyway. Hey, guess what, guys? Hey, uh, it's Brett, t- do you own a, a chopper? Because <laughs> that would uh, be awesome. Uh, a helicopter? Do yeah. I own a helicopter? No, I actually, a uh, slap chop, a pampered chef slap yeah, chop that's, would that's do. Really oh, what I'm talking about. I don't own that. Oh, uh, man. Oh. I, I also don't own a motorcycle, <laughs> nor do I own a flying thing, uh, a also known you as a chopper. Do you, do you, own, do you own an astromech droid name chopper? I don't even get that reference. Wrong podcast. It's time for some <laughs> trivia poker. Oh, Brad, I'm disappointed. So disappointed. All right, trivia poker this week. It it wasn't me edition. It wasn't it, me edition. It surely wasn't. Yeah, and I don't have Chris here to keep me honest on the points and stuff. So you guys are gonna. I'm probably gonna make a ton of mistakes. So just try to. Bear I don't with remember me. how points work. Yep. Who does? Who needs to? I win. Either way, you guys start off with thirty points. Is that right? Fifteen, thirty. How many points? I think it's thirty. Thirty points. You start off max, with max bet of. Max bet 15. of max bet of fifteen before the answers and ten after the answers. Before the answer, if you if you bet before the answers and you get it right, you get a multiplier of three 
And if you get them right after betting after the answers, you get multiplier two. And before the answers, you can bet against someone as well. So, Ooh. yeah, that's something we don't take advantage of very often. I did, and I got pummeled. You got cooked good. Yep, cooked them. Anyhow, it wasn't me edition. You guys ready? I'm ready. All right, good. Yes. All right. This is how we learn about the gaming news, gentlemen, which is pretty sad. But, hey, it's fun. Here we go. Question number one. Rockstar North is no stranger to troubling lawsuits in response to their much-loved and much-maligned Grand Theft Auto series. Which of the following is not a real lawsuit levied against this incredibly successful game developer? Does anyone care to wager a bet? Or bet a wager? I'm not. I don't know anything. No ill-gotten booty? No. Or ill-booten gotti? All right. Nobody's... All right. Here we go. All right. We're going to read the answers. A, Lindsay Lohan sued claiming that... Which one is not real? A, Lindsay Lohan sued claiming that GTA Five character Lacey Jonas was actually based on her, down to the red bikini peace sign and complete lack of visual similarity. Or B, Sean Solo Fontino sued claiming that one of GTA Five's main protagonists, Franklin Clinton, was visibly based on him and sounded strikingly like him as well. Or C, Mob Wives star Karen Gravano sued, claiming that Antonia Bottino character in GTA V was actually based on her life, being the daughter of Sammy the Bull, while Antonia was written as the daughter of Sonny Bottino. Which one was not real? Does anyone care to make a wager at this point? I'll do five. Five points for Howie. Brett? Five, five indeed. Five. All right. A, Lindsay Lohan, B, Sean Solo Fontino, C, Mob Wife star Karen Gravano. Which one was not real? Answer in three, two, one. Answers, please. Both of you said B, Sean Solo Fontino was not the real one. And that, of course, is correct. Sean Solo Fontino did not sue for similarities to Franklin. He voiced Franklin. But Um, hey. Everyone's in on the Rockstar litigation bandwagon, so why shouldn't he climb so aboard? So I have to make a confession. What's that? Uh, B was the only guy. <laughs> so you chose oh. the sexist route. Yes. <laughs> oh, I, I guess I didn't. I didn't foresee that. I do remember the Lindsay Lohan thing. Yeah, I figured the Lindsay Lohan I knew that thing one was right a, away. Yeah, just because Lindsay Lohan. I figured that one was a gimme, but I bet you didn't know about the Mob Wives star. So, did not. Yeah, yeah. It sounded legit, though. Yeah. She sued just based on saying it was based on her life story, which is, by, by the way, not something that is protected by law. And I <laughs> not, neither was uh, Lindsay Lohan. They said uh, didn't have the name, didn't look like her. There's no way that she can claim it either. So you both add 10 points. You're both adding up to 40 points now. Mm. 40 points now that you have to gamble with. Hooray, we're tied. Chris is still sitting at 30. Okay, here we go. Question number two. He needs to answer. I know. What a geek. Inarguably, one of the biggest second, or I'm sorry, biggest 2D franchises that never truly successfully made the leap to 3D was Sonic the Hedgehog. Never truly made a good 3D game. The Sonic games didn't. So that is until what happened recently. Does anyone care to make a bet? Sonic not making a good leap to 3D until what recent event? Anyone want to bet? Not I. Nope. Oh, you're both playing it close to the vest today. All right, I'll read them off. Ready? A, Sega finally revealed a new 3D Sonic for VR headsets called Sonic Foo, where Sonic spends as much time engaged in hand-to-hand combat with various robots as he does running. 
B, users simply did what Sega apparently couldn't using the Sonic Games development kit to make a cliff-diving, looping, speeding 3D sandbox called Green Hill Paradise Act 2. Or C, a third-party developer stepped up and made a chase game where the titular hedgehog dons a badge and taser called Sonic Ops. Does anybody care to make a wager at this point? Uh, you can max bet 10. You got 40. You're I want to do 10. Money. I want to do 10. All right. How's it going? 10. Brett is silent. No, I have no, I, I no. All right. Brett's going to stay at 40. <laughs> All right. Howie, what is your answer? Is it a, a Sonic for VR, Sonic Foo, B, uh, Green Hill Paradise Act 2 made by users, or C, third party developer made Sonic Ops? You don't have to type it. You can just say it because you're the only one answering. I'm going to say C. C is incorrect. Of course, the answer is B, the yeah, users. I was going to, I was, that's what I was waffling. Because, B or C. <laughs> dang it. Because users are not shackled to the horrible boardroom decisions that ruin much of what we once called hallowed franchises. And, and you know why I was really considering B? Uh, B? Why? Because you said second at when you started talking. Oh, boy, that was just the, because I read 2D as second. I know. That was the only reason. <laughs> but that's then I'm like, but the, the, the Lord ah, was talking to you, and you ignored it. Dang it, and I lost 10 points. Yeah, you should be at church with Chris. You might have done better. Dang it. Okay, so now Howie's down 10. He's back to 30. Brett is still at 40 going into question number three. That's right. You're tied with Chris at worst. At worst. Unless you screw the pooch on this one. So question number three. It recently surfaced that Donald Trump. Uh Oh, we're getting political. You guys ready? Getting political. All right. All right. Let's say Howie, get your get your pneumonia on. All right. Recently surfaced that Donald. There you go. Donald Trump campaign CEO Stephen Bannon was once very much connected to the gaming industry. What exactly did Bannon previously do? Anybody care to make a wager? Uh, no, no. The best part is no. these aren't trick questions, but they're just good ones. No idea. No idea. All right, I'm going to read them off. Is it A, he was the guy who unwittingly copied the image with the IGN watermark onto the U.S. box art for Okami on Wii? Is it B, (laughs) he was the guy who came up with the idea to charge for user-hosted multiplayer on Xbox 360 games? Or was it C, he was a gold farmer? Does anybody care to make a bet? Um, I'll bet 10. I'm going. Can I bet thirty? Nope. Dang it. <laughs> um, I'm going to bet five. I, I thought you might bet less than ten, just hoping he gets it wrong. Yes. Yeah. Okay. I probably will. All right. Here we go. Um, read them off again. I'm going to read them off again. All right. He was the guy that copied the image with the IGN watermark under the U.S. box art for Okami on Wii. That's a. B it was the guy who came up to charge 360 users for user hosted multiplayer. Or C, he was a gold farmer. Your answer is in three, two, one. All right. Howie says B. Brett says A. Uh, B, of course. Uh, Howie says he was the dude with charge for multiplayer on 360. Brett says A. He was the IGN watermark uh, or, uh, on the U.S. box art for Okami. But in fact, the answer was C. He was a gold farmer. He was a venture capitalist for Internet Gaming Entertainment, one of the most uh, prolific MMO gold farming companies at the turn of the century, which landed investments as high as $60 million from investors like Goldman Sachs, who uh, suspiciously was uh, Bannon's former employer. Uh, How well. about that? That means that for the day, Howie drops to 25 mm. and Brett drops to 30. So Brett still comes away with the win. Uh, no, he tied. Oh, yeah. Well, he t- well, Chris isn't here, so screw Chris. Brett still comes away with the win, 
and is going to be running into our lightning round with 30 points. Okay, Brett, are you ready? I am ready. Let's we go. have three questions. Our lightning round is not lightning this time. It's going to be three multiple choice questions. We're uh, parting from the usual formula here. Each one will be worth five points. All right? All right. All right. Question number one. Nintendo is finally bringing Mario to the mobile gaming space. Upon exactly what type of game will Mario make his mobile debut? A, a Jetpack Joyride-esque runner called Super Mario Run. B, a match-three game a la Candy Crush called Power Block Chaos. Or C, a point-and-click RPG called Paper Mario Micro. And I know this one. I know you do. It is A. It is A. And of Brett course knows it is. this one too. Since yes, touchscreens are the worst gaming control device in history, Nintendo is using them as a single button controller, meaning push to jump as Mario runs across the Mushroom Kingdom in Super Mario Run. I need the coin. All coin, right. Coin noise. You're at 35. Let's go for 40. Are you ready? Let's go. All right. The Yakuza series. I'm sorry. The Yakuza. I got to say it right. Yakuza series, series known for including actual in game multiplayer arcade games. Which of the following will be. The upcoming, or I'm sorry, which of the following will not be in the upcoming Yakuza? I keep saying Yakuza. I'm going to do this all again. Are you ready? Which of the following will not be in the upcoming, uh, I can't talk, Yakuza 6 metagame content, okay? You got it? Which okay. of the following options will not be part of Yakuza 6? You ready? I'm ready. A, playable versions of Sega arcade classics such as Space Harrier, Super Hang-On, OutRun, and Fantasy Zone. B, a fully functional and expanded version of Virtua Fighter 5, or C, live chat with actual cam girls? Uh, there has to be C. I'm sorry, the answer is A, it will not wow. have Space Area, Super Hang On, Outrun, and Fantasy Zone, because those are in Yakuza 0, which has, is going to be released in the U.S. soon. But they are not in Yakuza 6, which will have a fully functional and expanded version of Virtua Fighter 5. Like expanded extra fighters that more than what's in the arcade game, and it oh. will have live chat with actual cam girls. Oh my gosh! <laughs> I don't how how does that work? I uh, I don't know uh, Japan. That yeah, that's a good. That, answer. I, that does sound very uh, Japanese culturey. Yeah. I have a feeling. Yeah. I have okay. a feeling that'll either be completely xed out or very toned down for a Western release when when that does happen. Like I said, the last game still doesn't come out in the U.S. It is coming out soon. I imagine it'll be quite some time before we see uh, this one. So, all right, question number three: Are you ready to go for? You're still going for forty here. You're still sitting at thirty-five. All right, let's go. All right, ready? Niantic, the progressively more maligned developer of Pokemon Go, has found themselves in more hot water recently after accidentally doing what? Is it A, briefly enabling Pokemon tracking functionality similar to launch and subsequently bringing servers once again to their knees? B, removing nearly all hospital stops and spawns, disappointing hundreds of terminally ill children? Or C, banning the entire country of Belgium? I'm not sure how I didn't hear about this, but I'm going to guess C. The answer is C. Yeah. They banned all of Belgium when one enterprising user spoofed by using burner SIM cards to access many locations at once through a single IP, one that happens to be Belgium's primary internet provider's IP. <laughs> <laughs> when Niantic saw there was some spoofing going on, they cut off the entire country. Once they'd realized what they'd done, however, access was restored the following morning. A whole country wow Wow! because of one cheater way to go niantic always on the pokeball 
So Brett comes away with 40 points, adding to his total. Brett's riding uh, so far into the sunset at 161. Howie with 25 added on is at 95. And let's give Chris half credit. Half credit today. He goes from 115 to 130. I'm going to type these in or there's not a chance in hell I'm going to remember them. In the meantime, gentlemen, it is time to talk some bundle roulette. Brett, you played. A ga- you played a game. I did. Yeah, I did. I played Dropsy. Dropsy, not I a, not, a, not Dropsy. Dropsy, not a thing you want to get in the eighteen hundreds. You don't want to get the Dropsy. No, no, no. I do not. No, indeed. But this this game you might want to get. Whoa! Maybe. I'll say. I'll say a maybe. Ooh. I'm still. I'm still where I was a moment ago. Whoa! Whoa. Tell us more. So Dropsy is a point-and-click adventure. You are basically just kind of along for the ride. A little bit of uh, puzzle solving you will be doing if you play this game. You play as a somewhat scary clown that's kind of set in a pixelated, maybe like nineteen late 1990s looking uh computer game oh i say late 1980s my friend this is uh right in the middle of the the scum craze the uh the day of the tentacle sam and max at the road style graphics i have heard of those games i have not i have i have not had the pleasure i played them in uh, early middle school which meant they were probably out for a couple years so we'll say late 80s all right So, uh, as I mentioned, uh, you do have a dog companion for a bit that uh, you can do some problem solving with. Um, I didn't get terribly, terribly deep into the game. Um, It does have very positive reviews on Steam. So um, it it does have some very kind of strange comedy that I think uh, many people will find appreciative Um, and very odd uh, ways of um, interacting with with certain people. Um, you, You often will hug people. That is something that occurs very frequently. I see a screenshot of him hugging a sad tree. So. Yeah, so um, <laughs> I did not get to the sad tree. Oh, okay. But uh, the, <laughs> these people do. Um, you, you see some weird art on the wall, and everything almost looks like you're in some like Pinocchio-style tripping uh weird 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 world right uh, that's how that's the best the way i could describe it yeah um it's, if you remember if, that pinocchio scene with the pink elephants and said, things it looks like what if heavy metal was just really high or low on like quaaludes that's how that's yeah. what i get off this yeah yeah very <laughs> um the art style is really cool actually if if you guys are into the older style looking stuff so um the reviews are very positive like i said um i did not I did not give it um, a, a full playthrough, so it's bundle roulette. What's a full playthrough? Yeah, I don't even know what that means. <laughs> anyway, guys, if you want to check it out, it's Dropsy D R O P S Y, and um, you can have fun clicking. You probably don't have to worry about uh, 
getting too mad at the game. If that's something you do, that is something I do. So sometimes it's nice to just relax and click around a screen and just kind of enjoy the adventure as yeah. you play through. That was the charm of those old games. I got to ask you the, the, the winning, the winning question. Is it worth nine ninety nine? To me, it is not. Okay. Cause obviously we didn't pay ninety nine nine ninety nine for it. Right. We never pay full price for these games. We get them in bundles. Hence the right. name, but that always comes comes down to the question: if you can get it in a bundle, it's worth it. Maybe you know, because at that point you're certainly. what you're throwing out fifty cents to two bucks for it, and it is certainly worth that much. It it is worth more than that. No, I mean I don't want to you know discredit or you know uh, disrespect the 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 game developers. It is certainly worth more than that, um, but. And then you have to think about your time as well. And then if it does come in a pack, um, you know, I'd recommend the installation of it. Right. Good, good. And who knows? Maybe if you're hardcore into these things, 989, nine, I can't say anything. Howie, don't let me drink before the podcast. 999. 999 may be worth it to you. So, all right. That means it's time for you to draw for another one. I don't have the magic hat in my hands. Howie, do you have the magic hat above your head? Uh, oh, crap. Oh, hat. Is, is that up there? Let's find the hat. What's on the hat? There's a Stewie. Oh, Stewie. Is there a yellow red hat? I, I don't see a yellow red hat. All right. I'm going to pick a random number in my head, and I'm going to have you pick a number between uh, 5 and 15. Uh, 14. 14. My number was 5. 14 plus 5 is 19. You have picked Crawl. Wait, wait. <laughs> 19 You're, yay 19 <laughs> your number is crawl or your game is crawl uh crawl is the local multiplayer dungeon crawler where your friends control the monsters battle through dungeons and power up your hero if a friend kills you they take your place and it's their turn to crawl it's a race to gain enough xp and loot to take on the f- Hulking final boss. So you have to get a friend. You have to be social now, apparently. Uh, I have a roommate, but yeah. I don't think I'll play this with me. <laughs> it's well, an early access game. Recent, it's early access, and the recent reviews are very positive. Overall, overwhelmingly positive. Overwhelming. I don't see a lot of overwhelmingly positive. 1,500 reviews. That's a lot of reviews. Especially for an early access game in sort of this style. Yeah. Yes. So, uh, yeah, well, it looks like it could be fun. So you've got that to look forward to. In the meantime, it's time for me to review my wah, game. Wah, 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 wah. Or wah wah wah! Yay! I got. Did you that get a wrong. good game? Did you get a good game? I got Planetary Annihilation Titans. <laughs> I'm trying really hard. There was a lot more whiskey in this class earlier. <laughs> um. So, as we all know. I am not into real-time strategy games with very few exceptions. Like I've always said, I say all the time, I liked Halo Wars, question mark, you know, but I was, I've never been a big fan of, especially the ones where it's like, okay, build your stuff. You can't see the other guy. Hopefully he's not going to attack you before you attack him. Or if he does, it's really sad and you demolish him. You know, that whole, like, should I build defenses or build offenses, that kind of thing. And uh, this game is a, a very uh, a very tight little game. It's not little. 
but it, it's not a huge install either uh, compared to what I was expecting. Um, fired it up, started playing through the tutorial missions. The uh, In the game, you're basically uh, a titan and you get fired down onto a planet. You kind of choose where to land on the planet and you kind of scroll around the planet and see where like the best resources are, like the metals that you need to build stuff. Fire away and then start building. And then you basically, the planets are, of course, very micro-sized. But you then take your units and go around the planet until you find the bad guy and you, who has also been, of course, building, like most real-time strategy games, in the uh, beyond the, the uh, fog of war. And once you find them, you beat the crap out of them. And then you win, and you go to another planet. Hooray! Uh, I played um, several tutorial missions, and I think a couple of non-tutorial missions, and I liked it a lot. Oh, really? I really did. It's so clean. The graphics are so crisp, so clean. They're not mind-boggling. They're stylized, but not heavily stylized. They're, they're just... There, it's just tight. It's exactly what it needs to be. It's not overblown. I'm not completely have all these menus in my face, which is one of my real annoyances with RTSs. There's just too much visually to take in when you're controlling these things, you know. And you know, these StarCraft competitive StarCraft players, when it, like they're measured in like how many hundreds of clicks per or thousands of clicks per minute. You know, because they manage these ridiculous numbers of screens so much, this game really, really does a nice job of reducing what you need to just sort of like iconography on this on the screen. And if you want to click and open up and see more information, you can, but you don't need to because you kind of get an idea pretty quickly of what it's all about. And uh, you know, it's the of course the 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 teams are color based. So sometimes it's kind of hard to tell, remember what unit is what, because some of them are visually similar, especially if they're very small, but the best part is at no point did I have to hear someone going all units, all units, all you like, or my liege command <laughs> me Lord. Like I didn't have to hear any of that bull crap. Zug, it was zug. just, yes. <laughs> zug, zug. It's Something j- doing. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. It was just robots, making robots to kill robots. And they didn't talk to me at all, which made it way less distracting. It was made more like what I was doing was more fluid without all of that kind of unnecessary chatter, which I didn't realize was a big part of maybe what was annoying me about other RTSs. But I loved the fact that it was absent. I could just, you know, focus on what my strategy was, where I was moving stuff and, you know, very quickly, you have a, a very large tech tree available to you. I mean, you get you get more tech as you take on more system, conquer more systems, but, like, you don't feel hamstrung at all. Like, even going from the tutorial, which you get a lot of stuff, into the first mission where you don't have as much, you still feel like you have everything you need. You know, and, and then some. You have options. And so, yeah, I really, really do recommend Planetary Annihilation Titans. I Wow. I enjoyed the snot out of it, and I as that's coming from a total not RTS guy. So, I, yeah. what's, what's the price on that one running right now? Thirty nine ninety nine. Wow. So yeah, that's right? that's a big wow. one. That is. That's a big one. I would say. See, this is a hard one for me because I don't know if you're really into RTSs. If this has the depth that you want. Or not. I, I think so, but I don't know so. I'm not sure. I don't have that perspective, right? For me, at $20 is an easy buy. So if you get it on sale for 20 
you know, and you're kind of, I kind of like RTSs, absolutely, jump on board. That's where I'm at with this. At $40 for me, that's kind of stretching it. I think if you are wanting to play an RTS really bad, like let's say your friends love RTSs, that's all they play, and it's a bit much for you, and you need to wet your beak, you know, kind of like I, I failed at a lot of different MMOs until I really figured out, wow, you know, and then uh, suddenly all other MMOs, or I failed at a lot of RPGs until I played like Vampire the Masquerade Redemption. Then RPGs made sense to me. Like, I feel like this is the perfect gateway uh, RTS. So if you're really wanting to figure out why RTS or how they work, I think maybe $40 is reasonable. So that's, you know, that's a very a narrow perspective. But again, like I said, if you get this on sale for 20 I don't see why anybody shouldn't be playing this. It's fun as heck. So, so nice. I, I, have a, I have a question. Yeah. These screenshots are showing like this rounded uh, planet. Is that how you move around? I mean, are these that seems really cool to scroll to the side of the screen. And instead of just a flat map. Yeah, you're you, actually you are, going like, around the planets. Yeah, you are rotating like the 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 planet. Yeah, yeah. And it's the same type of thing. You know, you click drag your to select units and right. then move them all. Yeah, that's the most basic way to do it. And then move different chunks. And And I was getting a little strategic about it. You know, I was like, all right, I'm going to send these guys in first, right up the middle of where I think my enemy is. I'm going to have these two teams flank from the outsides. And I was really, for the early levels, I was probably overthinking it quite a bit. But it was successful. And it was kind of fun seeing like, oh, crap, my flanking units are actually the only ones who can actually see the bad guys. My, my you know, my my cannon fodder aren't even there yet. So then I'm like blacking out my or pulling back my flanking units, sending my cannon fodder straight up to the side, you know, and, and it was, it was really fun kind of just reacting on that kind of spherical playing field. Yeah. So, so. the whole real time strategy part of it. Yeah. The whole real time strategy part of it. I mean, the building is fun too, but I actually, for me, it was like base build, base build until I'm at the point where, okay, now I can actually start to, uh, start to move around and kind of feel out where my enemy is while also still like going back and building and building. And as I'm building, constantly sending those units out to the traveling groups and just kind of doing that. Now I didn't get to the point where I, you know, unlocked or built anything tremendously huge, but I had scores of different kinds of units. You know, there's like a hover tank that can actually go on lava, which is like more powerful than like any of the flying units I had access to. So when I went to this one planet that had giant lava lakes, I sent my I sent my builder down right next to a lava lake and built up all defenses on one side and then just built a crap ton of these hover tanks so that if anything attacked me from one direction I could take them across the lava or I could just go across the lava and not risk having that much of the enemy be able to follow me back if I had to retreat that kind of stuff yeah. you know it's fun it's fun yeah so, yeah, I highly recommend. There's definitely a lot more to it that I have not gotten to. I wanted to play more this last couple of weeks, but I traveled both weekends, so I haven't had as much time. This is definitely on my go-to playlist. Like, I'm still playing No Man's Sky, despite all of our complaints last week. I'm still playing that, you know, and, and I'm, I'm still playing this. I had another game that I played through a lot of, actually, while I was traveling, but this one is definitely on my current rotation, which Bundle Roulette doesn't normally officially that's, make it into my rotation. That's impressive. Yeah. Yeah. I highly recommend, but that means it's time for me to draw for another game. All right, I actually have the hat now, which is probably better because, like, oh, it dumped out everywhere. There's poker chips everywhere. I'm just going to grab one. Number one. Oh, wait. I mean, you get it. <laughs> I'm there. I'm there. 
Number one, the game is Wasted. (laughs) Wasted. Sounds awesome. I'm assuming it's just GTA uh, Grand Theft Auto deaths over and over and over again. It is. Okay, good. That's fun. There's a lot of uh, a lot of gifs, black and white, and slow motion on Imager. I want to know how many listeners just got really mad because I said GIF. I, I don't normally say GIF. Uh, I'm I not mad, mad, but I don't appreciate that. That was yeah. I was trolling. <laughs> that was straight up trolling. Oh, this looks interesting. Wasted it, it, a post-apocalyptic. I uh, can't read the text. It's too small. Pub crawler. <laughs> <laughs> Get wasted or get wasted trying in Wasted, a roguelike post-apocalyptic pub crawler. Fight tooth and nail, bullets and baseball bats in search of booze. Gain strange mutational hangovers and explore the coolers in search of powerful weapons, armor, and a nice stiff drink to top it all off. Well, I already like the humor of it. <laughs> I like I like really the cool. visual style, too. It's like... That's really cool looking. It's, uh, it's cel-shaded. It's kind of like, what if... Uh, what if uh, uh, stupid whiskey? This is what it does. This is what it does. Don't drink and play video games. Borderlands. Border, what if Borderlands met like Lego <laughs> or something? Or like uh, Wind Waker? Yeah, Border- kind of yeah. Wind Waker slash Borderlands. Definitely more Borderlands, but yeah, yeah the Wind Waker characters definitely. Uh, that's, that's a good comparison. Uh, very positive reviews overall. Ooh. So, yeah, yeah. This looks really cool. It does. This looks different. <clears throat> It looks different, but it also looks polished. So yeah, yeah I'm gonna I'm gonna enjoy wasted. I think I'm gonna try. Has a Fallout thing going on too. Yeah, a little bit, a little bit. So cool. That's my game. Hey, before we go, did you guys hear about this uh, this new Steam review policy? I have no. not. I have not either. You know, they recently uh, input. They recently uh, uh, put out the new um, overall and recent reviews. That way. If there was like a bunch of reviews and then the game was broken by a patch or if, let's say it was really bad, but then a patch made it better. You can see the difference between what the overall reviews and what the most recent ones are. It was also meant to combat some of the fake reviews that were getting piled on as a game was released uh, so that you could see what are the more earnest reviews later on in the game's lifetime. Yeah. But apparently fake reviews are still a huge issue. So Valve has implemented a new policy where... Now, a game, you must own a game on Steam to review it. Now, you can also buy a game in a store or somewhere else and use a CD key and tie it to Steam. And you can make a review and you can post it, but your score will not go into the overall review score. Oh. Because they're finding, you know, they're, they're saying, yeah, there's, there's, there's ups and there's downs, but overwhelmingly the data shows that there are artificially positive reviews being imported for copies of games outside of Steam. That's pretty telling. Yeah. Yeah. So, and here's the thing. It will be retroactive. All game scores will change, most likely. This will be interesting. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't... I want a before and after shot of, like, like the top changed games. Yeah, it would be interesting, wouldn't it? Um, I, I I don't know if it's been implemented as of uh, the release of this podcast, but I believe it will have been. I, I read about it just today, so I don't think it is in effect yet, but I believe it will be in effect soon because it's Valve. They don't tend to tell you very far will in they, advance. Will they give you a refund if you... Uh, um <laughs> If, if the score changed and you hated the game, <laughs> that's what I thought. Hey, they doing. waffle on No Man's Sky. They might waffle on that too. <laughs> 
But in the meantime, while everybody's having waffles, won't you run out to Twitter at Press Play to Save and follow us so you can stay up to the minute and take part in the conversations there. We've had some more community involvement. I've gotten a few more questions lately, and I really like hearing from listeners, and I'm sure you guys do too. So yeah, go out there, and of course, you'll find us individually. I'm at Wilson Corey T. Howie, you're at SJ Howie. That's right. And of course, Mr. Brett Loniger is at Bretticles. Yes, sir. Which is also where you'll find him on Twitch. And YouTube. And YouTube. And, and everything. And everything. What Most. Are you, what, are you playing, what are you playing lately on the Twitch? Uh, he'll be talking about that in the next episode. Oh, man. All right. Fine. Tease him. Cliffhanger. Just tease him like that, Howie. Just lay it out and say, who did Negan hit with the bat? I don't know. <laughs> in the meantime, uh, you can also join us on Facebook, facebook.com slash betterkind. Hey, thanks a lot for joining us, everybody. I'm Corey. Back there's Howie. Yeah. Over there's Brett. Floods. Yeah. Yeah. You're still <laughs> you. We are out. I'm not kidding. There's like poker chips down in the couch cushions and stuff now. It's terrible. That's awful. Chris, clean up on aisle five. Beep, boop, boop.